About a swinging bird not far from the gate Run by a cat by the name of Will And everyone calls him Will the Thrill Now this cat Will is a beatnik king With a leopard fez and a diamond ring and a tiki goddess with looks to kill. Zanyam will thrill. Monsters all abound. You catch them drinking side by side by a tiki goddess with emerald eyes. That was written for me by this band called the Moon Rays out of Chicago, and they—I I didn't meet them till years later, but they contacted me a long time ago, and they knew they heard about Thrillville, and they wanted to write music for it. So, uh, it's on their album called uh, uh, "The Ghouls Go Rest." West, which just got re-released as a, an LP. It was on CD originally. I'll also send you my official theme song, uh, which you can possibly play. I, there's a theme song. Well, there's a there's a jingle version on my website. If you go to thrillville.net on the front page, there's the version that was played before my live shows, and Monica and I would come out and dance to it. And it's a little, like a one-minute little jingle. Well, that makes it official. You're my first guest to have their own theme music. Folks, there's a link to that Moonrays album in the show notes. Or if you're not using a podcast player, go back to the website where you download the show and you'll see the show notes there. And then 2012, Christian Slater sent me an email wanting to fly me out to Miami to work on the screenplay with him of Love Stories Too Violent for Me and to set it instead of in, in the Bay Area in South Florida where he was living. And he flew me out first class and put me up in a hotel in Miami Beach. And I got a contract and... Hmm. Again, my ship was like right there at the dock. Right, right. And we worked in this for a while. We had storyboards. Uh, a, a publisher called Gutter, Gutter Books reissued the novel. It was edited by Joe Clifford, who's now a, a, a up and up and coming, right? Actually, pretty much a famous novelist on his own. He's the he was the acquisitions editor for Gutter, and um, so that came out. That got reissued in 2013 at the height of the movie mania. 
And then Christian Slater is actually depicted on the cover as Vic Valentine because the storyboard artist, Matt Brown, did the cover. And uh, so anyway, so this went on for, again for a couple of years, and then Christian got a TV show, and that failed, so I was relieved. But then <laughs> and he got robot and the, the thing got put on ice and we were like right at the goal line uh, so by this point i moved to seattle i decided to move to seattle because i just needed to turn 50 and i just wanted to change my life proactively and my wife uh, monica applied for uh to the school of drama at university of washington and got in mm -hmm. and now she's working on her dissertation cool. so we're very happy in seattle i i couldn't find a job but i finally scored as a dog walker. I mean, I love animals. <laughs> I couldn't be a veterinarian. But oh. all, all of this stuff went to Hard Boiled Heart, which which was my first Vic Valentine novel in 20 years, and Gutter published that in 2015. And that was about Vic Valentine. He's older and he's retired from being a private eye. He's working as a doorman. And in fact, I was a bouncer at the Forbidden Island Tiki Lounge for a while. That was one of my many, many gigs. But a movie star comes in and talks to him and wants to make a movie of Nick's life. But then the movie star gets accused of killing a, a burlesque dancer and they go on the lamb and, you know. Nice. And, you know. So what I'm saying is my life is, the, is my material. Nice. But then I filter it through all this weird grindhouse pulp sensibilities. That's how you get my work. So Hard Boiled Heart came and then... Um, that came out in 2015, and then I, you know, I was asked to go to Costa Rica to be a guest instructor at a writers' retreat, and uh, writers' retreat of Sam Buenas, and which was an honor, and that inspired Vic Valentine, International Man of Misery, and then I wrote, I was on a roll, so I wrote Lounge Lizard for Hire, and then I just put out Space Cadet, which, like I said, is part of this. The Mental Case Files. And also, since this is a sci-fi podcast, uh, along the way I wrote, I co-wrote two science fiction novels, like straight up science fiction. And one of the, this guy I met at the Forbidden Island Tiki Lounge one night, it was an amateur scientist and he wanted to publish some of his theories, but just not in kind of a boring academic book. So he loved my work and he asked me, uh, he had these skeletal ideas for plots, but he asked me to develop them and write these sci-fi novels. So I wrote them, and he just incorporated his, his theories and, and formulas into the huh. to the pulp. So the first was called It Came From Hangar 18, which came out in 2012. And that's like 500-plus pages because he was paying by the word, and I was broke. <laughs> so then when I came up here, I, he hired me to write another one called The Space Needlers Intergalactic Bar Guide, which not only has scientific formulas, but uh, classic and original cocktail recipes. Oh. And I sent you. It might be in your mailbox right now. Oh, thank you. And I wrote that after I moved up here. So that also deals with a lot of slipstream stuff. And again, that's a term that I, I just became aware of not that long ago, but I, that it seems like I've been doing. So I think, I think that catches everybody up. If you enjoy listening to Sci-Fi Thoughts, but find it difficult to remember to check the website for new shows, get this technology from the future. Install into your phone a podcast player. Using this, you can subscribe to our podcast feed. And next thing you know, you'll be cruising around in your car with your phone plugged in 
playing sci-fi thoughts, or you'll be out there jogging, or you'll be doing whatever you want to do. And have your ears plugged into some cool science fiction programming. You can find instructions on lancerkind.com. Crack open that podcast player and check out the show notes. There'll be references to Bukowski and Thrillville.net. So open up that podcast player and tap, tap, tap on the show notes or go back to the webpage where you downloaded the episode. Next episode, we hear more from Will the Thrill, the Harrow. No, I like your work because of the... So, for example, when I go to the website, you're at the what, thrillville.net. Uh, yes. I was looking over at the covers, and, and they're all... You're, you're leveraging the, the, if you will, ancient wisdom of pulp fiction from the 1920s and 30s and, uh, and those cover styles, and then providing something of interest to those of us who really are interested in you know a little walk on the wild side mm-hmm. yeah definitely that's why i call it existential pulp and that's why i also uh, relate a lot to the work of david lynch because he also kind of created his own genre which is just lynchian he he, he doesn't really he does some there's, there's elements of horror and noir and, and but he does his own thing and, and when i sit down to write that's what i'm doing i'm not really constricted by any particularly boundaries or preconceptions of any specific genre i just write how i feel it and i just let my imagination go wild and we talked about the tiki going to what you're saying is that the whole tiki movement as it's called now i started back with a zine called tiki news about you know 25 years ago created by otto von stroheim from california this, this kind of dovetailed with the whole lounge swing revival that happened in the mid-90s. So tiki bars by then had kind of like faded from the popular consciousness, but bands like The Cramps were collecting old Exotica albums by Martin Denny and Les Baxter. So this was an underground thing bubbling up. 